0: Welcome to another podcast from InsideCarolina.com, the independent voice of UNC Sports, brought to you by JohnnyTShirt.com, the go-to provider for all your Tar
1: Heel gear. Welcome in to the Inside Carolina podcast, brought to you by JohnnyTShirt and JohnnyTShirt.com. I'm your host, Ross Martin, joined as always by Don Callahan. This is a Sunday morning. Uh, What's up, Don. Not too much. Yeah, I'm assuming that you had a crazy day because
0: uh, you're back home after traveling to Blacksburg yesterday, right?
1: Yeah, long day. We left Chapel Hill at ten. It was me, Jim, our photographer, and of course Greg Barnes. And we got back. I got back uh, to my house at two a.m. and Ooh. it rained the whole drive back. Um, but I sat in the back seat, and Jim and Greg drove.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, raining yeah, rain and those uh, mountain roads and all that, that's not a good combination. I've done that before.
1: Yeah, yeah, Virginia Tech up there, kind of in the middle of nowhere. Um, but it was a cool game. I mean, six overtimes. I don't know how many times you get a cover game with six overtimes, so that was pretty cool. Could have gone either way, I thought. Um, a lot of mistakes on both sides. Virginia Tech's third-stream quarterback, I think UNC had a kind of a missed opportunity to get a, a good coastal win and weren't able to. What did you think on the game initially?
0: Well, um, as I told you off the air, during I didn't see, I didn't have a great view of the second half because my daughter had a playoff soccer game, so I had to watch it on my phone. And um, from what I could see was, one, you mentioned that third string quarterback who's a uh, true freshman. I, mean, he, I think he's going to be really good for Virginia Tech. I know that UNC fans don't want to hear that. But uh, I agree with you. I felt like, especially once you get into the uh, two-point conversions of of the uh, overtime, it's it's really kind of a flip of the coin. Who's going to end up winning? Who's going to make the mistake? Who's not? You know, who what, what works, what doesn't? I mean, so
1: and and on Saturday, obviously, that end up being uh, for uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anybody really knew about that new rule after the fourth overtime. you yeah, have you just automatically go for two from the three-yard line. There's no field goals. You just you get one shot. It's pretty crazy.
0: I re- um, I remember it very vaguely. And then once they brought it up, I was like, oh, yeah. And, and I mean, I didn't know it inside now. I just remember it bring, being something that was brought up during the offseason to kind of um, speed up some of these um, these really, really long games, although
1: this game still went into all those overtimes anyway. Okay, we're not here really to talk much about actual unc team football this is a little special episode on the desmond evans commitment we wanted to get this out a little bit earlier in the week since it happened friday afternoon and we usually record on wednesday morning and that doesn't get out until wednesday afternoon or thursday morning so we want to go and get this out probably going to come out monday uh, sunday sunday evening or, or monday we're going to talk all about desmond evans we did a preview podcast last week which covered a lot we're trying not to touch on some of the same things but just kind of get don's perspective on the commitment talk a little bit about what it means how this changes things for UNC moving forward and since obviously Don was there what the commitment was like and the vibe around him uh, his program and UNC now with with landing the biggest commitment since 2007 a huge you know a hugely talented guy with a bunch of potential the number 22 overall player in the 2020 class 6-6 number 2 weak side defensive end and uh, clearly a, a elite talent that UNC plucked out of Lee County high school about 45 minutes down the road. Donald, paint the picture for us from Lee County High School on Friday afternoon.
0: All right. So first, they have some really hardcore uh, security. Um, you know, even though I've I've met up with this uh, security guard or resource officer or whatever, many, many, many a times, uh, he still wanted me to show him um, my ID and all that sort of stuff. But anyway, so get in and um, they had it all set up really um really nicely in the in the gym it's an older gym and they also had a room that was already set up for for the media and uh i mean I, this was this was huge there's a lot of uh media members there um and for them to anticipate uh that and, and to kind of accommodate that uh was was uh, great on the part of uh lee county high school administration and, and the football staff over there but basically once i arrived um you know, uh, just t- kind of talking to some of the administrators who, who were making sure everything was getting set up properly. Uh, you know, the the vibe there, everybody was, nobody knew exactly where he was going to pick, but um, they all felt like it was going to be North Carolina, which I thought was kind of interesting that uh, Des did a good job of of not, um, I guess, not letting the cat out, cat out of the bag. I mean, although, I mean, if you've been following this recruitment, it's pretty obvious wh- who he's going to pick. and And I was also surprised by the fact by, maybe I shouldn't say surprise, but there was, um, there was a lot of pro UNC, uh, talk as far as, you know, uh, talking to a teacher or administrator and they would say, I hope it's UNC. I think it's UNC. I hope it's UNC, but I don't, I don't know for sure. And I've, I've been trying to ask the, the, the assistant coaches and they don't know and, and, and all that sort of stuff. So there was a lot of, I hope it's UNC sort of thing. And, and um, and then really things just got crazy once, uh, once the gym filled up and it literally filled up with almost the entire school. And, uh, you know, with the pep rally, it was just a normal high school pep rally. Uh, for those who are trying to stream it, we had a, we had some issues. The, because it's an older school, the Wi-Fi isn't the greatest. Actually it's probably really bad. I had to try to rely on my phone and, and, uh, the Lee County guys definitely did a good job of trying to get me an ethernet cord so that we can hardwire it. That seemed to help a little bit. Hopefully. I mean, I can't tell too much from where I'm sitting, but, um, but yeah, so we had a little bit of a hiccup in that, and the quality wasn't as as good as we had hoped, which is why we never really advertise whether we're going to stream it or not because we just don't know what situation we're walking into. But yeah, and um, I thought that the little uh, did you, did you watch the
1: the video of the actual announcement? Uh, yeah, I mean, I watched the live stream and uh, yeah, a lot of the video as well. You,
0: what did you think of the you know the guy coming out as as the mouthpiece, kind of getting the crowd up and? Yeah, and the it was, whole, it was like, wild.
1: It, it was kind of really couldn't really track what was going on. Like, and, and the, with the live stream it was a little blurry. I wasn't able to tell exactly what happened. And they just all huddled up. I mean, can you kind of tell us what happened?
0: Yeah. So we actually have a high definition video up now that because we I was filmed with two different cameras. One was for the for the stream. The other one was for later on once um once once we were able to upload it. But um yeah. So basically. I, they they gave him his uh, Under Armour All-American, or they presented him his Under Armour All-American jersey, and he'll be playing that in, in early January. And then after that, his coach kind of said, you know, Dez has some some news for everybody, gave the, the microphone to Dez. Dez says some things, and even in the high-definition video, I, I can't make out what he says, but he handed the mic to one of his teammates, who um, basically said, you know, everybody get up and they, you know, some music came on and, and they were telling him, you know, go side to side and that sort of thing. And then, um, and I think he said something like, oh, my, my man Dez has something for you. And then Dez takes off his, his, uh his jacket and UNC was underneath. And there's a couple of his teammates. And you notice, even though some of the fans think that Jaden Chalmers was one of the teammates who had the UNC shirt underneath, he was not. And Dez actually reveals in the, in the press conference, why that is, is that he didn't trust, uh, Chalmers to, uh, to keep a secret. So okay. Chalmers was kind of left out of all this, but a couple of his teammates were, um, were involved. And, and obviously once that happened, they had like a little, like, I guess moss pit sort of thing going on. They're jumping up and down. Um, I was kind of like, man, hope nobody gets hurt. in that. <laughs> Um, but, uh, but yeah. And, and, and that was basically it. It was, um, it was unique. I mean, I've done a lot of these announcements and haven't seen anything um, quite like this because usually everybody does the little hat trick thing or or something look a little more extravagant. It was it was simple but yet unique and yet fun. And I like the way that uh, Dez involved his teammates and the entire school with it, which from my understanding was something that Dez had wanted to do all along.
1: There you go. Team player. Um Yeah, it was definitely a little bit different, but it had the vibe I've seen from a bunch of different analysis. But no hats, uh, no mention of other schools. Uh, You spoke to Desmond Evans afterwards. Mm -hmm. What were the major takeaways from the – did he do a press conference, essentially, right?
0: Yes, so he did a press conference. um, And so because I have – because we're streaming, we're doing all the other stuff, I had to make sure all of our equipment is kind of put away so I was a little late for the press conference, so I didn't catch the first couple of uh, questions or so, but I did grab Des afterwards and, and we kind of uh, filled in all the, all the, uh, the blanks that I had, but um, yeah, I mean, really, it, it sounds like it came down to um, the coaching staff, the vibe there. He mentioned that a couple of times on just the change from Fedora to Mac Brown, that, that, that really kind of resonated with him. I talked to his coach afterwards also he seemed to think that um the location played a huge role in it not not to say that that was the only thing um uh, but um that was pretty significant and If you talk to those around him, um uh, proximity family is going to be key for for desmond um but uh but yes, yeah, so I think it was just a combination of things and and the fact that you know that he he visited her so much made him so familiar with the campus, so comfortable with the campus that it it just um made a whole lot of sense It made it very really difficult for any other school to really kind of come in and, and steal them away.
1: All right, great. We're going to talk a little about something else he said on, in the interview about visiting other schools and the status of, of his, of how, his, how serious his commitment is, what this commitment means for UNC um, after the break. And now I want to talk to you about Johnny T-shirt and Johnny T-shirt.com. There are great loyal sponsors right on Franklin street and online at Johnny T-shirt.com. Make sure if you are a premium Inside Carolina subscriber, to head to the basketball and football message boards to get that 10% off discount code. Great time to get some sweatshirts, some shirts, some hats. Get all your UNC apparel at Johnny T-Shirt on Franklin Street when you're in town for a game, homecoming this weekend versus Duke on Saturday or on T-shirt.com. All right, we're back. Don, um, I think the one thing in reading your, your one-on-one interview with Desmond Evans was the fact that he says he's going to take um, visits and official visits to other schools. that His recruitment is not shut down, I think, was kind of roughly the quote. Um, What's your take on that? I mean, from my perspective, from the outside looking in, I see this, and we've heard him say he's going to take official visits all along, and he really hasn't. Uh, Florida being the only real visit of note. Um, And with sign day now, what, two months away? A little, bit, a little bit over two months away. What's your take on what he said on that quote? I'm going to pull it up here in a second.
0: Well, I think you got to look back to what he has said in the past. And with Desmond, you got to watch what he does. I know that we have the saying on Inside Carolina message board, watch what they do, not what they say. And I think that applies for most recruits. And some recruits, it doesn't. But with Des, I think it really applies appropriately, too. Because he came into the summer, or headed into the summer, with a plan to visit. He At that time, he had a top 10. Okay, he he's has since well, he obviously has since narrowed down to one, but before that he narrowed down to five. And his goal heading into the summer was to make visits to all ten of those schools. Those who've been following this recruitment know he only visited one school in June, and he visited school four times, and that was North Carolina. And then he did end up visiting um uh, Virginia Tech in July. Uh, but even that was kind of dicey on whether he was gonna visit Virginia Tech or UNC. And supposedly that was more of a um I guess his mom had had promised Virginia Tech that they would visit something along those lines. And 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 uh so that's why they they made that visit as opposed to going to North Carolina for the cookout. So so anyway, so and the other thing is is that you know if you're gonna take your official visits and that was your plan, then why not take the official visit you have scheduled for this past weekend to Virginia Tech? But but that was that he canceled that one. So um, to me, I would I would I wouldn't worry unless you start seeing him schedule official visits. And even then, I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry too much until he actually takes the officials. And then even then, I probably (laughs) still wouldn't even worry because you're talking about a kid who has been to UNC a gazillion times. His best friend slash cousin slash teammate they play, they've been teammates together since, since middle school and since rec league and AAU and all this other stuff. He's committed there, and he's not going anywhere as far as North Carolina with his commitment. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, the pro-UNC vibes from that school is, is just insane. And I actually had uh, – I didn't know what they were referring to at the time until I came, I came back and looked at my um, Twitter mentions. But someone came up to me and said – Man, they're saying that Surrey County is Tar Heel Country. Well, Lee County is Tar Heel Country. And I didn't realize until I looked at my mentions and someone had tweeted at me that Surrey County was uh, Tar Heel Country. So um I think even if he visits these other schools, UNC still has their official visit in their back pocket where they can they can kind of um pull out whenever they need to. And uh I I just I I'm just not all that worried. Um I think if some things started to happen, then maybe. But I, I just right now, I'm just not, I'm not worried at all. I, I, and it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if he doesn't take anything, any visits to any other schools.
1: Really, don't. Wouldn't. Well, there, well, there you have it, inside Carolina listeners. Don Callahan is not worried. Uh, yeah, I mean, I kind of agree. It's like, why would you take visits now that you are committed? Uh, it, it just kind of reduces the the. Uh, I mean, you you are even more serious now than you were before, and you didn't take visits then. Why would you take them now? Uh, it seems like you're going to be even more excited about playing for UNC. And you're going to be joining this recruiting class and going on visits to UNC. And, and of course, the official visit, which I imagine will happen in early December. Is that when they're doing the big one?
0: Yeah, they're doing the big one. Yeah, in mid-December, that last weekend before the December signing period. I, I think that's going to be key for North Carolina. If they can convince him to sign in December, which I am, sh- I believe they will be able to, yeah. then, I mean, it's, it's, it's done. It, it
1: really is. Yeah, yeah. And he is not going to enroll early. Um, no, he is not. He's going to play. He ba- plays basketball, and yes, uh, I guess graduate with his class. Good stuff. Um, okay, so what is this? Uh, actually, let's take a quick break now, and we'll we'll talk. Uh, we'll come back and talk about what this kind of means for you and see moving forward. Looking at this 2020 class, and I want to drop a little tidbit that I got from a source uh, that will intrigue uh, UNC football recruiting fans. Let's call it a tease. In the it business. will intrigue me also. I think. Yeah. I haven't told you about either. You All right, we'll be right I'm back. excited. All right. We're back with Don Callahan on the Don Callahan UNC football recruiting podcast. It is Sunday morning. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're recording, uh, 12 hours after UNC lost Virginia tech, but we're talking Desmond Evans. Uh, Don, what's this mean? I mean, I read a bunch of articles. I got some quotes from you, from Barton Simmons, um, from Steve Wolfong, Clint Brewster, a lot of national recruiting guys just kind of raving about, you know, what this means for UNC moving forward in terms of in-state recruiting, changing the perception of what Mac Brown can do, changing the perception of what UNC football recruiting can can be under this new uh, regime. What's your kind of take on that? Because I I just think players in-state are going to see this really, really elite guy coming to UNC and want to join in and see that it's okay to go to UNC and that playing in state for uh, the flagship university is kind of the thing to do thoughts.
0: Yes. So um, in recruiting perception is reality. So um, when you are able to make the perception that you are landing some of the top kid or the majority of the top kids in the state, then it changes obviously the thoughts or changes maybe their perspective on, you know, I'm talking about future recruits, their, their thoughts on, on when they're looking at schools. And I think that for the, for the longest time, really probably since I've been covering football recruiting, the perception among in-state recruits is if you're a top recruit, you have in order for you to kind of prove your billings, you need to go out of state to play college football because UNC is not a football school. And, um, UNC is actually dealing with this a little bit in the 20, uh, 2021 class with some of some of the top guys. Um, and so to be able to land the top in-state guy, a guy that's not even, not only is he a top guy, I mean, he's, he's one of the top in the nation. He's a five-star guy. This isn't like a four-star guy who's just sitting outside the, of the top 247. I mean, he's a, a legit top guy. That's huge for the perception to kind of change the mentality of future recruits. They see this sort of stuff, especially, I mean, they don't pay attention to every single commit, but a commit like Des, Evan, Des Evans, who's a five-star guy, they know who he is. I mean, that that um, that speaks volumes to uh, the 2021 class and and beyond that.
1: Okay, great. Yeah, I mean, and obviously it enhances this class. The, the ranking didn't jump up, jump up as much as I thought. They were 19 before the commit. They're 18 in the nation now. I I imagine they'll stay around that range. They could jump up. Um, But, you know, it's a complete – I think what's really special about this class is a complete defensive line haul. They have the nose tackle and Clyde Pinder. They have some three-technique guys and Miles Murphy, uh, Kedrick Bingley-Jones. They have the elite um, kind of speed pass rusher and Desmond Evans, and they have a, a guy with a lot of potential in A.J. Beatty. What's your take on the defensive line haul for the Tar Heels?
0: I'm actually going to dive into this pretty deep in the, uh, the weekly scoop that's going to be posted early this week. Um, But really just kind of looking at it on the surface and you have, you have Des five-star guy, you have two four-star guys and Miles Murphy and uh, uh, Kedrick Bigley Jones. um, And then you're kind of, um, I guess, uh, supporting that cast with, as you mentioned, um, a solid nose tackle and Clyde Pender. Um so I mean it's to me just off the top of my head I mean it's it's a very very impressive class uh probably the most impressive D line class UNC's had in um in, in my my personal recent memory
1: Now how does it compare to NC States 2019 class with uh all those N-State guys Yeah um I think we actually had
0: this question before That's right. yeah, I remember on, that. Um, yeah and and I actually, you know, use numbers so that there would be less bias on my part. Um, but, uh, or potential bias. I mean, I try to be as unbiased as possible. And from the numbers standpoint, the U, this UNC class, um, is, is you know head and shoulders above th- that class. Um, even though there's some guys like, uh, Josh Harris, uh, the defensive tackle from out of uh, person County high school, who I, I really, really, really like, and I think it's going to be a stud. Um, You know, I I, this this UNC class has has way more potential to ranking support that than that class, even though that's a very solid class also.
1: Good stuff. All right. I teased it a little bit before the break. And I kind of mentioned that this class has a chance to move up a little bit more. And I think um, all eyes now kind of turn to Trenton Simpson. And he's a linebacker. The UNC was really recruiting hard. And there were a lot of good signs between him and the Tar Heels. Then he visited Auburn and committed to Auburn. And just the, the little – I heard a little source in my ear um, told me that UNC's in, good, in a good spot for him. And I don't think it'd be they're, – they're communicating with him, and there's a lot of um, interest on both sides between Simpson and UNC. I'm sure you're hearing similar things, Don, but I think there's a lot more uh, – there's a lot of smoke there, and usually when there's smoke, there's fire. So I just want to drop that tidbit as the as Desmond Evans commitment – uh our recruitment ends and he commits UNC, the intrigue now turns to Trenton Simpson and to keep the hype going for uh for our podcast and for UNC football recruiting, I think that was an important note to drop that um it's maybe a little bit more real than some would, would maybe want to uh believe.
0: Yeah, I mean I, I think there's definitely smoke here. Um I I think similar to um what I mentioned about Desmond Evans earlier, I think we need to watch what he does sort of thing. And um, I think it's, you know, UNC has you know, this, this game coming up against Duke for, for recruiting purposes is going to be a big weekend. UNC has a bunch of um, uh, big-time targets, remaining targets that are coming to uh, campus on, on Saturday. Um, and, and we'll obviously have a full list of, of those guys in the days leading up to that. But um, getting him on campus for, uh, giving Trent Simpson on campus for a game like that or maybe some of the other home games that that are left or getting an official visit in December, that's going to be huge because obviously without another visit of some kind, uh, this could potentially kind of die out. Um, Mm. So, um, and and the thing too, is that he plays for Mellow Creek high school, one of the powerhouses in the state of North Carolina. They, they once again have a really good team. And they also, one of the ways they've become such a good, solid program is they're very, very, very strict on their players' travel arrangements and um, because they have practice on Saturday mornings and and some other stuff going on on Saturdays. That's why a lot of their guys don't travel as much as some other schools. So that's going to factor into this. And um, I mean, if they go all the way to the state championship, that would take one of those December weekends out of the the equation to be used for an official visit. So... um, so that's kind of a factor in this. But, yeah, I mean, getting getting him back on campus is going to be key. I don't think anything happens until you get him back on campus.
1: There you have it. And we'll definitely keep you in the loop on Trenton Simpson's recruitment. Um, all right, that's it. UNC lands Desmond Evans. This is the Desmond Evans podcast. Want to get out before midweek. Um, the number 22 player in the class, according to the 24-7 Sports Composite, commits to UNC. The Tar Heels now have a, a pretty – Stat class with the jewel of the class at the top there with Desmond Evans. Anything else from you, Mr. Callahan? No, I mean we we have um, a
0: good weekly scoop coming up. Usually we we post this or record this after the weekly scoop, so we're not able to kind of um, I guess preview it at all. But we have some uh, good stuff um, in the weekly scoop coming up. Some good tidbits on some of the other remaining targets. I know we talked about a lot about Trent Simpson, um, but UNC still has one more need in this class, which is the offensive lineman. Um, position once uh, third offensive lineman it um, has a couple of guys that on on the radar so we we break down just the latest on those guys um, also we break down even further the Desmond Evans recruitment in the podcast uh, I mean, I'm sorry in the weekly scoop um, so uh, hopefully you're not getting too sick of Desmond Evans because this is a big recruit I mean as we mentioned a bunch of times before this is the, the second uh, highest ranked recruit that UNC has uh, received a verbal commitment from and really the, the highest in, in a decade. So this is, this is big time for North Carolina's program. So we're, we're going to cover it as
1: such. <coughs> Sorry. All oh, that scoop. Right? Yeah. Um. Good stuff. All right. Everybody have a great Sunday. You too, Don. You too, my friend, All right. my best friend. There we go. See ya.